The WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports is back with their Circus Survivor and Circus Millions contest. $14 million of prizes up for grabs. Head over to CircusSports.com to sign up today. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Know me, know the voice of the guy. It's me, really well, from the world, so from Junior here at your service. And uh, we're back, baby. We're back for another four four games in the WNBA. Yes, yeah. is, 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 four games. That's where we're at today. Oh, man. Good Saturday. Got my guy, Scott Studio, right? Show. Scott, what's going on? No, nothing much. Uh, chilling throughout the weekend, so which is always nice. But baseball's kind of killed me throughout the past week, if I'm being fully That's honest. That's a narcotic, man. That's a narcotic. Uh, what is chilling or losing money in baseball? Uh, losing money in baseball. I would much rather chill. And I think that I would have a much better time than to be doing that narcotic that is baseball, where you can handicap it perfectly right in the game, not go your way. But what if Hence, I told you that I also the Tampa had, Bay Rays, the Tampa Bay Rays starting out 30 and four and then going 30 of 32 in their next pretty time. much. Uh, but just to ask, by the way, I don't know if you saw any of it. I tried to dabble in uh, women's soccer yesterday. I, did. I had Alex Morgan. To score it was a in the first half. And I had uh, USA to lead by two-plus goals. That kind of sums up how my week's gone. Alex Morgan, one of the most uh, high – I'd say one of the leading scorers in uh, Team USA history. Can I interest you in a missed penalty kick against Vietnam in the first half? That's how I lost my money. So that was yeah, about 200 something bucks down the drain. That kind of sums up my week. Yeah, I saw it. It was brutal. And <laughs> it's the fact that, like, that was the – like, you got the two-plus goals you needed. And I don't know. I, I would have been sick about that one. I, I peeped it. I didn't. She really missed the penalty kick against Vietnam. I'm just like, what? What is this? Come on. And that was that sums it up once again. But either way, point is, it hasn't exactly been the best betting week for me. But you know, I still got a couple of days left to try to salvage the whole thing. Hey, man, man, look. I've dabbled in tennis. I've dabbled in soccer. I've dabbled in a lot. I almost faded Messi yesterday. I didn't do it. I didn't get there. One because well, I, I didn't avoided know it anyway because he didn't start. Oh, did, oh, he didn't. It came off the bench, and then he scored the insane free kick goal at the end. So, well, either way, I would have lost regardless. So, I thought the other team that was, was a crazy win. goal, though. I thought the other, team, I thought other team was going to win. Yeah, <laughs> like come on, Messi's debut. You sh- are you sure everybody's going to live to? I thought the other team was going to win. So, I'm what a wild goal! That. Oh man, it was like free kick in the yeah. box. All right, enough about that. We had a show recently. I don't remember what my lock was, but I know it missed. But I did hit the dog of somebody to score a bunch of points. I don't remember who it was. Okay. Good talk. I don't, yeah, I don't I remember what my plays were, too. I think I won the prop and I lost the lock and dog, I think. Maybe. I'm going back. I'm going back to the Twitter to check my records. I remember I had the Connecticut team total over against the in the first half against the Mercury, and they no-showed the first half. I took AT triple-double as my dog, which lost. Uh-huh. And I won my prop, but I don't remember what the prop was. Well, we both we both took Cheyenne Parker over 7.5 rebounds at plus money. That cashed. That got there, okay. 
And if luckily for us, because she came off the bench, who goes to All Star a starter and then comes back playing off the bench? And she was she wasn't even a, a bench player for the only game after that. I know that we were originally going to do a show a couple days ago, and that ended up getting scrapped. But she also came off the bench in that game too. And Parker's yeah. a good player, so I don't really understand what. It's not like the replacement's doing anything too. We'll get into that in a second, but it feels like some coaches try to get too cute with it. Your team won like eight straight games. Why are you changing the rotation? Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. But back to my records, I lost my lot. Draymond Links under eighty six and a half in the first half, and I, I once I saw, I think it was like a fifty point first quarter. Yeah. I was like, all right, that's not hitting. Dog Nafisa Collier twenty five plus plus two twenty. That was easy. She's a bucket, and then Cheyenne Parker, like we said, over seven and a half rebounds plus one hundred. Good. Good money hitting two plus money bets. Wish we could have got the lock, but it's good. We're on to Cincinnati. We're on to Cincinnati. All right. Speaking of Cincinnati, TBT, you got um, Cincinnati alumni team and the Xavier alumni team playing. Are you a big TBT guy? I like it when I get to see guys I haven't seen hoop in a long time. That's a lot. Like that's it. a lot of fun. You get them to yeah, effect. yeah. Well, like Cincinnati time, and Xavier, they might kill each other. So that's a fun one time. time. Brandon Trish was hooping for the Syracuse team, and I was like, man, I remember him being at Syracuse. Like, oh yeah, I still I remember like the first time guys. I saw Aaron Kraft in that event. Oh yeah, like come on, Sensua. Like yeah, mm-hmm. I love TBT. All right, you watched any slam ball get- yesterday? No, I did it. I was uh, on strike because I felt like WNBA should have been on ESPN and not Slam Are you Ball. A writer? But... You're on strike? <laughs> <laughs> but slam ball, slam ball is cool. Slam Ball is cool. All right. Before we get to the slate in the games today, while I'm trying to wipe whatever is irritating my eyes out of my eyes, I got to talk to you about the Circle Millions contest because $14 million in prizes up for grabs. Circle Millions. Look, five NFL ATS picks a week. That's it. Just five. Five ATS picks a week. Circle Survivor just pick for a different money line winner each week, and you keep surviving. A different money line winner, one game. That's it. Just getting one game right each week through the rest of the season. Cash out at the end of the season. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Sports Daily Podcast will be out there the last weekend of August for the bid Circle Sports sign up weekend. And guess what? Circle Sports is where you can go for all the details, circlesports.com. That is circlesports.com. All right, let's go ahead and start getting into this slate. We have four games in the W today. First game up on the docket, kicking off fairly soon. So let's go ahead and give it to the people. 1 p.m. on the East Coast, the Atlanta Dream are welcoming the Connecticut Sun. Sun opening up as a... As a minus three and a half. Yes, it is. Immediate rebound. three and a half. I got one and a half. No, so it opened up minus three and a half. Oh, okay. Sorry. For Connecticut. And now it's minus one and a half for the Atlanta Dream. 167 and a half is the total injury report here for these two teams. And I have for the. Wow. I thought I had an injury report. Here we go. I don't really see anything. I see everybody being healthy. Yeah, that's what I got. Got a pretty – everybody that's out is who we expect to be out for these two teams. Other than that, actually, Ari McDonald is not even on the injury report. So we might be seeing an Ari McDonald return here for the Atlanta Dream, which could be interesting. Scott, this line is completely flipped. Are you taking Atlanta Dream as a favorite at home? 
Well, I'm trying to think of why the line flipped besides just expecting a much better effort from the Dream after losing to Connecticut a couple days ago in Connecticut. And I guess we have a very unique handicapping spot, which I've never seen before, but I got to at least bring it up. Mm-hmm. Is there a post-engagement honeymoon phase? Because two players got engaged <laughs> in Connecticut starting five. Yes, yes. Dewana Bonner and Alyssa Thomas got engaged over the past. They should get engaged. Days. JT's giving her all the getting all the assists just by passing. Yeah, she really is. Ball. Like she really is. <laughs> but yeah, they're get they're engaged now. So I was kind of wondering if that would be a bet on or a or a fade spot. I'm probably leading fade because I'm assuming the whole team was celebrating at like the engagement party, right? Yeah, I mean it, it was something. It, they probably so congrats was to them. They but we're also there. gamblers here, you know. Like that, it's got to be a spot where you got to at least consider fading them because I don't know how much AT and the coaching staff. I'm sure was at the engagement party too. I get, I just think that when you're looking at what probably happened, I wonder how much basketball focus took place over the weekend. So for me, I'm going to go with the dream in this one. You get a revenge spot. You're going back home. The dream had a bad game. I still don't know why Billings is starting over Parker, which makes no sense to me because no offense to Billings. I think Parker is the much better player. I don't think it's very close. But for the sake of the potential distraction off the court, I'm going to go with the dream minus one and a half. Oh, man. I don't know, man. I think I'm feeding into the narrative, but I'm feeding into it on the other side. But I there's a couple of narratives you can choose from. It's either a, yeah. like a bet on or a, or a fade. Yeah, I think it's a bet on for me. Uh, let me see here. So these two teams have played three times already this season. Connecticut owns the series two to one, winning once in Atlanta, once in Connecticut. The Dream do have a win in Connecticut as an eight and a half point dog. Uh, uh the Dream were in that game early, but Connecticut really pulled away half, in that second half. Yeah, that second half, they really pulled away. And I think I'm going to stick with my guns. And when I went, I mean, I understand why the line is moving, and you're probably getting a sizable amount of money on the Dream at home here. I think if I take the Dream, I'm taking them early. I would take them in the first half. But I, I'm I'm concerned. Very, very concerned about the second half woes, especially what I saw in that second half of that last game. I think Connecticut's not going away, honestly. And they didn't even get like a really, really good production from their bench. I think it was all starters that was really carrying them for the most part. So if we get a Dijonet Carrington sighting or anything like that, that's really going to help them out. And I just don't know what Atlanta is doing. Why is Cheyenne Parker coming off the bench and Mo Billing start? Like, nothing against Mo, but Cheyenne is an all-star. <laughs> She's an all-star for a reason. I just don't understand how you just got an all-star and now you're regulated to the bench without injury playing a part. Like, if somebody was out and she got all-star because that person was out, I would understand. But I, I don't know what Atlanta's doing. I don't trust it. Give me Connecticut plus one and a half. Are you going to take and the over or under? I think I'm leaning under because they just played against each other. Me too. Second, second half, second game, and back, uh, immediate back to back. We just take the under, and I'm with you immediately yep. under. And it actually went down a point too. So uh, lines going our way. Props. Well, I mean, it didn't hit last game, so I'm so excited to play Alyssa Thomas assists. And the thing is, it didn't hit. She still got seven. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I still assume that uh, you're looking at a spot where Thomas is still going to put up good numbers. The question is, 
can she do enough to get you that triple-double or double-double performance? I'll tell you right now, if FanDuel does not offer a triple-double odds, she's having a triple-double. It's just going to happen because uh, they finally gave it last game and she wasn't even that close. Yeah, uh, I don't I do not see, see triple double I don't odds. see it. <laughs> she's going to get a triple-double. Yeah, she's going to get a triple-double. All right, so go ahead and Alyssa Thompson. And it's at 7 I don't even see Bonner 20 points. So I, I don't know what's going on with these. Uh, it's at seven and a half. Her assist is at seven. <laughs> they got Bonner for 25 plus points, but not 20 plus points. Interesting. Unless her prop is already at 20. No, her prop's at 18 and a half. They should have 20, but okay. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I don't see 20 either. It's weird. They're just a bunch of haters. They're scary. So she's scoring 20. Okay, so we got Alyssa Thomas over seven and a half. We got DeWanna Bonner over 18 and a half. Because FanDuel is not, we have a list of times to get a triple double because all the props that they're not offering is the ones that are definitely going to hit. Hey, Gindy was right last time. It was I know, right. Pick the right, per, pick the right guard for it. Yeah, he did it. Shout out to Gindy. Shout out to Gindy for picking the right guard for us. I mean, do you want to take a stab at it again? <laughs> uh, They're just so good. They're so good. It's like it doesn't matter who has the good game for them. Yeah, it really doesn't matter that much. I, I really am not sure what I actually like for the props because I'm leaning under in the game. So the question is, if I am going to trust this engagement fade, then I guess I'm on some unders. Having said that, uh -huh. taking 18 and a half under on Bonner, scary as hell, and I don't want to take under in, Tom, in Thomas assists because... She's a demon, so I, I, don't, I don't know, really know what her, to do. You know? I've seen her get seven in one quarter, in the first yeah. quarter. I've well, Daniel's throwing in, in the comment section that Thomas had seven last game with zero in the first quarter. I know. It was so brutal, man. I was really pissed. But that tells All you right. that the point is the assist should be there because she just had one quarter, which was rock bottom, and then she remembered how to pass the ball. Ryan Howard's been too hot. She's got to cool down. Give me Ryan Howard under 18 and a half. Does that it's mean you're pivoting to gray over? Or do you just mm. think Howard goes like six for? No, 25? let's just let's 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 not let's not push it with the over. Okay. We're, we're still saying it's an under game. Let's just go ahead and just go. She goes six for twenty-five. Okay. Hopefully. <laughs> All right. Next game on the slate, we have the Las Vegas Aces traveling to Minnesota to play Minnesota Lynx. The Aces are a minus fourteen and a half point favorite. Actually, came down half a point. Opened up at minus fifteen. 170 and a half is the total injury report here for these two teams. And I see for the Minnesota Lynx, Jessica Shepard still out. Rachel Bannum is out. Natalia Charnwa is out. And for the Aces, we have Candace Parker, who is out till about mid. Actually, end of the month. Out about to the end of the month with that ankle injury. Do you think that matters? No. Okay. Which is crazy to say. <laughs> but I'm no. asking because Candace Parker was the only starter in that on that team to not make an all-star game. And I was yeah. kind of curious, even though we know defensively she can be solid, she's a good facilitator as well. She's past her prime, if we're being honest. She can still uh -huh. be effective at times, but she's not the same player she used I to think be. Her, I think her contribution will come into play during the playoffs, not the regular season. I can agree with that, which is why I'm sure she's not going to play for – they're probably going to just be very gentle with her for the rest of the season because why bother? Uh, but yeah. I am kind of wondering. I wanted to just get that on record that I don't think Candace Parker matters that much for this team's regular season either. So I wanted to at least get that on record because I know that she's probably a top five player in the history of the league. 
all Candace Parker being out and what that does for me is it just makes me feel better about just taking Asia Wilson over everything. Yeah, I like the rebounds especially for Wilson because I, you know that Candace wasn't scoring that much, but she still you know is a solid rebounder. So that definitely yeah. and it's just uh, another body like they got they bring in Kia Stokes who kind of yeah. just comes and fills in the gap a little bit, but for the most part it's Asia working down low doing a lot of that grunt work. We look at that last game against the Storm and. Stokes had zero points, five rebounds in nineteen minutes. Asia had twenty three points, fifteen rebounds in thirty five minutes. So uh, it's it's Asia Wilson over everything for me. And I mean, I see the line going down, but <laughs> the Aces have destroyed Minnesota. In the- then again, they also destroyed Seattle. But the argument is, it was post All Star break. You know, they came out flat. They still arguably should have covered the game, but it looked like they like half no showed or they were up early and they kind of coasted. And, but look, but look here what they've done against Minnesota. Three times they played this season against Minnesota. Vegas has won all three times. They have covered all three times. The line in all three games has been 15, 17 and a half and a minus 11 and a half. And they won that minus 11 and a half by like 40, 50 points. So. Yeah, the comparison though is that they played Seattle twice. They won each game by 33 and they didn't cut co- or 33 or more, and they still didn't cover the massive spread they had there. I'm not taking the links. I've actually picked them on Vison to uh, beat the Sparks, but that's mostly fading mm-hmm. the Sparks. I thought it was going to be a close game, so I took the money line instead of the spread, which was the right move. But once again, that's really just because the Sparks are injured to hell and back. The Aces are still a different animal, and besides Collier, I'm really not sold in the rest of that team. I think that Diamond is Diamond is solid. She's also very young. So the consistency is a bit hit or miss with her. And I feel like that's one area she's going to improve on moving forward. But the Aces have the defense. They have the firepower. And the Lynx really just don't have that. So I think that the Lynx are going to kind of be on the wrong side of a scheduling spot here where the Aces were able to win. But I do think there's a lot of coachable moments uh, with regard to the Aces' last performance. I think they come out and I think they bury the Lynx and win by 20. All right. So this is how I'm going to play it. I'm you agree with that, by the way, that it was a win against Seattle, but there's a lot of coaching moments there because they could have played a lot better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was on Seattle, so I'm like, I'm, I'm not. But you were watching and you realized, yeah. oh, the Aces really look a little bit flat. And, and it was, I thought it was just a post-All-Star. All-Star was in yeah. Vegas. Like, you let loose when you're at home at All-Star. Like, it was just, I felt like it was a little bit too much rest. And then they had to fly to Seattle. Now they're going to mm-hmm. Minnesota. Yeah. And so... Uh, that's why I was fading them there. I don't think I want to fade them here, honestly. And I'm actually going to back them in the first half here. Uh, There's a significant difference between these two teams in the first half in the past five games. Aces scoring 47.8 points per game. And the Minnesota is scoring 39.6. That is good for first and eighth in the WNBA in the first half. You look at what they're giving up. And Minnesota's is seventh in opponents points per game, forty one point eight. Aces first in opponents points per game, thirty four point eight. Significantly better first half team. This team has dominated them over the course of the season. I'm taking the Aces first half team total over. I'm taking the Aces minus whatever. Is the, is there like nine and a half maybe? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. I'm not afraid of it. I'll take the eight and a half. Yeah, I, I like the yeah, Aces. Okay. I think they buried them. I, yeah, I, I think they buried them. All right. Same. So we're on Aces here. Total. I think the Aces could mess around and score 100. 
I was going to say, I, I think I feel better about an under for Lynx team total under because the Aces could win this game 95 to 60, and I wouldn't be shocked. So like, I, I can see a world where look, that happens. And look at last game. Jackie Young, Kelsey Plum, Asia Wilson, all of them, 20-plus points mm-hmm. with minimal contribution from anybody else. Chelsea Gray didn't even – I'm going to be on Chelsea Gray today. But Chelsea Gray didn't even, you know, have – contribution she was two for ten like i i think that they're gonna score and they're gonna score in bunches with so. the exception of the yeah. one bonner game where bonner had 40 plus points earlier this season the aces have done a really good job of limiting opponent star players and if collier has an off night the links are probably not crossing 75 if you're just expecting collier to have an inefficient 20 point game uh-huh. and with that being the case i just think the aces are gonna have a good game plan for her and force anybody else to beat them and i don't think anybody else can I think I'm going to lean to the under, but it's mostly the Lynx team total under. I think they contribute basically nothing to this game. It's a pure right. blowout script. I like the favorite to, on the team total over, and I like the underdog to go under. So I just expect a route. And I think yeah. we're on the same page. Yeah, it feels pretty standard and easy, and it kind of actually scares me how easily I feel like we came to this conclusion. But Well, it might, I, it might make you feel better that the line has dropped. So people are apparently making a case for the Lynx, but I'm not one of them. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Next game on the slate. Well, no, before we do that, got to talk to you about Underdog Fantasy because Underdog Fantasy Best Ball Mania 4 is back. And guess what? $15 million in prizes. Our sponsors are great. $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is a great way to get down on your favorite player props, especially in the WNBA. We've been having a good old time making some Underdog uh, player prop parlays in there, throwing some money on it, and Underdog's just available in so many states across the U.S. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. We're in Dallas, 8 p.m. in Dallas. I think that's a Drake song. 8 p.m. in Dallas. The, well, Are you no, a fan, that's actually- by the way, of the Drake interview from a bed? Because that's something I would do, and I'm not sure if that was actually mainstream or not. Uh, oh, what? His what? Yes, Drake do, did an interview for a podcast, and he was drinking wine while like, in on a mattress. He was just chilling <laughs> in bed for an interview. And I'm like, that's something I would do. Yeah. That's something that I would do. But Cozy. Know, Gotta keep would, it cozy. Hey, yeah, keep you it do. cozy. Mm-hmm. All right. Los Angeles Sparks traveling to Dallas. Played Dallas Wings. Wings opened up minus five and a half. They are up to minus seven and a half. 164 and a half is the total that actually dropped from 167. Now, the Sparks are actually healthier than they were before. They're still not healthy, but they're moving in the right direction, I guess. Chidane Gumake is still out. Nia Cloudin is still out. Uh, Katie Lou Samuelson is still out. Other than that, it looks like. Yeah, like we got some people coming back for them. I see and- Samuelson as a, as, a, as a questionable tag, by the way. So oh, okay. it's not official that she's out, but you can assume, if I had to guess, probably 60% chance she's out, if I had to guess. All right. Dallas Wings still healthy here. Expected to see Lou Lopez some point this month, hopefully. <laughs> We're doing it, right? Are you doing I'm doing it. I'm doing it. This slate needs something crazy to happen. There's got to be something crazy to happen on this slate, and I'm doing it. I don't know if Dallas is winning this game. I want to fade. The Sparks are winning this game, man. I think Sp- I don't know how close. they're going to do it. They're going to win. I don't know how they're going to do it. They're going to win. I think I, I I'm not going to lay the points with Dallas. I'm going to take I'm going to take the Sparks with the points. <laughs> I'm not sure if they're going to get it done because I do think this Dallas team is solid. 
and McCown is my arch nemesis because every time I watch her, she's <laughs> atrocious. And then I don't watch her, and she's been really good the last like five games or so. But yeah. I do think Dallas is going to win. I don't think they're going to cover. I actually see eight and a half on FanDuel at like a juiced minus one twenty towards the Sparks. Oh, I would love the eight. And I'm half. taking the eight and a half. Like I think that spread's too big. Dallas is a team that I think is going to raise their level to win games, but they don't care by margin. So I'm going to lean, actually, to the Sparks to cover, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think the Sparks hang in there. I think if you like the Sparks, you kind of have to like the under, right? Because the Sparks can't score. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that, I that mean, would be I my think, preferred I think it's, play. I think it's correlated. I'll lean to the Sparks and I'll lean to the under because I do think the game will be played more at the Sparks' pace. But I do acknowledge the Sparks are still not a very good basketball team, but they're healthier. You can it's argue the, that the odds the injuries. They were never bad. It was the injuries. It was the injuries. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that they're not bad, but they were really bad when the injuries happened because you were using your backup backups and you had no other options. At least the Sparks are getting some players back, and I wonder if the odds makers are a little bit slow to readjust the lines. This feels a little bit disrespectful. I think Dallas wins by like five. Three games this season, Sparks have won every single one, covered as a five-and-a-half-point dog, 79-61, covered as a two-and-a-half-point dog, 76-74, covered as a two-and-a-half-point dog, 93-83. They have dominated this team. And all those games being played in the month of March and January, not January, June. I can't even talk. Jesus Christ. In June. Man, I mean, I get it. And this is a different team, and they're injured. But this is the letdown spot from just dethroning the freaking Liberty and you get a really, really good win on the road. Really, really really good good win. And now you have this Los Angeles team who has lost five straight, six straight, something like that. It feels like 15, but it's like They they just covered their first game in forever against the Minnesota Lynx and still lost. So it's like you were almost there. Like you felt, almost felt what it was like to win again. And you were almost there, but now you're getting healthier. You're back from all-star break. You want to turn the season around because you can still make the playoffs. It just feels like this Los Los Angeles team. Yeah, the the Liberty last year were what? Like seven games under and they still made the playoffs? Yes. Six under? They they went on a run. They went on a run. So I think it's the bro. I think it's the Sparks, man. Like that game against Minnesota showed me something, and they are like they're in it and they're going to compete. I think it's the Sparks, man. It, the so, Sparks is the place. Sparks plus seven and a half. Sparks on the money line. That's me. There's one thing that I want to add for this. I wanted to look at the actual schedule for Dallas. There is a multiple day layoff because their next game is on Tuesday. They play Connecticut at home next. Oh come it's, on! Like that's a solid sandwich spot. With the look Liberty at the last, before. look at the next three games. Look at the next three games. They have Connecticut, yeah, they play Connecticut, Washington, Washington and Vegas. Yeah, this is this is a letdown spot. This is this is this is a lock. This is a lock. Lock up the Sparks plus seven and a half, man. That's gonna cash. Once again, you can take the eight and a half on Fanduel, but that's a that's a pretty bad scheduling spot for the Wings, where they're easily looking ahead. Absolutely. All right, we're both on the under as well. One sixty four and a half. Props, what do you like here? Did we go over props for the last game? I don't think we did. Oh, uh, we I did. Mean, I mean, I said I, I like Chelsea Gray, so just throw Chelsea Gray 20 plus. I like Asia three. Wilson to have a good game. Yeah, I Asia, might be leaning to Collier two. under actually in that Lynx game just to be contrarian because I do think that once again the Ace have done a good job of limiting opponent star players and Collier is all they have. So I can yeah. see the Aces having a good game plan there. Uh, for this game though, I'm trying to think of what I want to do because I want to make a case. NECA over. The, 
Yeah, I was going to say NECA over is the obvious one. Do I want to make... I don't, actually don't even see lines on Canada, so I can't even make a case for Canada. Um, yeah, NECA's at 19.5. I like the over on that one. I don't really see much else. Yeah, there's um, nothing else in the Sparks. They don't, let me check this. I want to figure spot. out which Wings player to fade. Do I fade a, a Goombawale, which is probably a no, Sabale or Howard? I think I'm leaning Howard. If I'm who, if I'm picking who I'm going to fade at 16 and a half, her number's the same as Sabale, but I, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to fade one of those two. I'm just not sure which one. All right, I see Jordan Canada on bet three six five minus one fifteen for twelve and a half points. I like the over on Canada. Yeah, I think Canada is a good twelve and play. a half. Feels pretty short there, doesn't it? It does. I mean, she's averaging twelve point six this season. I like her. Oh well, they don't have her assist. Never mind. But they do have. She had twelve points. points last game, but she only went three for nine from the floor. So I think that number is a bit low. All right, let's do it. I'm with you. Twelve and a half for Jordan Canada as well. Okay. Sparks. <laughs> the Sparks can make me so happy today. Like, they really, really can. They can make my day today. All right. Last game of sleep. Chicago Sky traveling to Seattle to play the Seattle Storm. Minus one and a half for the Storm. It opened up minus two Sky. Now it's minus one and a half Storm. One fifty. They really saved the best game for the last total. On the card. Oh, absolutely. Injury report here for these two teams, and we have pretty standard for the Chicago Sky. Nothing new to report there. Nothing new to report Seattle Storm. Expect to see who you've been seeing for the past few games, both of these two teams. So, Seattle's got a comfortable lead for last place. I mean, the Sky are trying their best, I guess, to catch up, but, you know, Seattle. I know, but the Sky technically are in the, like, they're, I think they're actually in the playoffs technically. Where's the, where's the. I hope, I hope for the league's sake, they're not in the playoff picture. No, I think they're actually technically in the playoffs. I know they're 8-13, they're the record's not as bad because they started off decently, but damn. They are the, up. they are in the playoffs. They are the 8th yeah. seed at 8-13, and 13, and then you have Los Angeles at 7-14, and 14, and then looky here, guess what? The Phoenix Mercury gets <laughs> at 6 It's almost impossible to hit a plus 1,000 bet on a miss the playoff spot because it feels like every team in the league gets into the playoffs. Yeah. It's what, 8 of 12 get into the playoffs? Yep. I think I'm leaning Seattle. This is a very Are weird really? game for line movement, isn't it? Yeah. You're like, telling me that this line moved three and a half points with the storm against the sky? Like, somebody's got to be very confident because the public's not betting on Seattle. I'm betting on this game. The public doesn't know this game exists. <sighs> I think I got to take Seattle. You think the public Yuck. is, like, lining up to ignore the Aces game and bet the storm on the late night? Like, no. Clearly, some sharp hammered it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's go. Let's take the money line, though. Give take me the, the Jewel Lloyd 25, like 30 plus point game performance to carry them to think, the win. Oh, yeah. Is there a performance double on that? I'll bet that. I'm Any sure I'm sure there is. Let's go look. Let's go look and see how much that could pay out. I bet that any day of the week. Because if, if they're going to win, that's how. It's the only see. way they can win. Jewel to score 30. First of all, there's no other option than 30. <laughs> yeah. They just don't give it to you. 
<laughs> no other option. <laughs> I have to pick three. Okay, Jewel Lloyd scored 30-plus points in Seattle to win. Four to one. I mean, I think I would have liked a little bit better odds than that. But If you just want the 30-plus, that's, that's plus 200 by itself. Oh, really? Yeah. What's the prop at? Uh, I see it on FanDuel. So if they they have the regular points if you ignore the uh, winning attachment, and it's plus two hundred. She needs the uh, she needs a bounce back. She was really bad against the Aces, man. Uh, but once again, the Aces the do a good job of defending their other team's best player. So I know. I wish I thought about that. That was the last leg of a parlay for me. It was brutal. All right. Uh, yikes! All right, we're going with. All right, I guess we're going. We're going Seattle. <laughs> I, I, I think I have to. Yeah, I, yeah, we do. All right, we're going to Seattle. Um, I'm going to lean under in the game, too. You don't get that many totals in the 150s, but I think it's warranted here. Chicago during the offseason, I faded entirely because, once again, they were missing a bunch of their best players from last year. Then they started off well for three games, and I regretted everything in life, and now they're uh-huh. bad again. And on top of that, the only thing I liked about this team that was left over was their coach-GM, and he fled to join the NBA. So... They got nothing that I actually <laughs> like besides Copper, kind of. And truth is, Mabry's fallen off pretty hard ever since the first month of the Yeah. Uh, so they don't have anything. I, I think Chicago's just a bad team. So I, I'm going to go with the Storm. They're not good, but they're at home. I know they haven't been good at home either, but they find ways to cover. It does seem very sketchy that this line has moved three and a half points in what looks like a tank ball game. So I'm going to go with the Storm, and they'll find a way to win. Yep. So... Little bit of numbers for the under here. You have two of the teams that are bottom of the league in scoring. Seattle is 10th at 74.6 points per game. Chicago is 11th at 73.6 in the past six games. Both of those, again, 10th and 11th, bottom of the WNBA. Only team worse than them is the Phoenix Mercury, who the Chicago Sky just lost to. So um, I'm with you. Under Seattle feels like a really good standard play there. Player props, you know I'm on Jewel, and I'm taking Jewel over, especially in a bounce back game. Well, really not because we're picking them to win the game. Yep. And going here, really not much else I really want to target here. Maybe easy uh, over eight and a half rebounds. Expect yeah. to see a lot of misses, a lot of chances to clean up. But Mercedes Russell be pissing me off because she'd be in the way sometimes. Like, get out the way, let easy get the boards. <laughs> uh, other than that, I really don't have anything else. What you, what you targeting? Uh, I don't have anything else either. I like the under. It's two really bad teams. But since I have Seattle winning, it's correlated to Jewel playing well. So I'll go with the over. I thought maybe of taking Mabry under, but at this point, I mean, they've they've dropped the props, and there's nothing I can do I think about it's at it. Like, what is it, at 13 and a half now? That's what I'm saying. But like, even at that yeah, that's point, brutal. she forgot to shoot. So I, I don't know what to do with her. So I'm just going to pass entirely. I, I got nothing else. All right. Let's move on to the lock. Dog and let's throw prop in there. Lock dog and prop portion of the show for my lock. How do I want to play this today? Let's go with. Do we go with the? Hmm. I feel like you like the couple of things today. Yeah, I do. A decent. But, so let's go with the. Aces. Go back to that first half team total. That first half team total's been money, man. I'm gonna play it again. Give me the first half team total over 46 and a half for the first half for the Las Vegas Aces minus 125. I think they've been over this number every first half. Uh, 
they played against the Minnesota this season. I gotta go back and double check that, but that wouldn't shock me. Uh, they they been they've been scoring in the first half and scoring in bunches last five games. You talk about what they've done in the first half and they were scoring 47.8. That gets me over this total. You look at the pace that they move at in the first half and they're moving at a blazing fast pace in the first half, uh, third in WNBA for the past five games in pace. So I expect them to control the pace of the game, even though they're in Minnesota, they're going to go out there, score a bunch. I like aces first half team. So over 46 and a half minus 125 from a lock from a dog. Give me the sparks on the money line, man. Come on. (laughs) Give me the sparks on the money line. That's three to one. Give me the sparks three to one on the money line. Get it done today. Or should I just take them in the first half in case Dallas comes back in the second half? I'll let you figure that out for yourself. Hmm. The first half is two to one. They really did start better. Let me see here. Let me look at one thing really quickly. All right, I'm not gonna. No, we're just gonna stick with. We're gonna stick with my gut. They win the game. I'm. They're gonna win the game. So three to one. Sparks win the game. Get it done. For my prop, gotta go back to my. Ooh, gotta go back to my dog. That's an auto bet. Everybody knows I'm playing a list of assists. I'm not gonna steal you like that. Oh, or I could do Chelsea Gray. I do think Chelsea Gray has a bounce back game. All right, everybody knows I like Jewel Lloyd. We're not going to – everybody knows I like Jewel Lloyd. Yep. Chelsea Gray, over 14.5 points. She has a bounce-back game. I'll actually take her up to 20, which is 3-1. to one. So give me a Chelsea Gray point slider, 14.5, 20, 3-1. I like the odds there for 20. We know how good of a player she is. Yep, very much so. All right, what you doing here, Scott? All right, uh, so for my lock, I had a couple of options, but I think for this one, you know what? I think I'm just going to trust my instincts on this one. This line and the line movement is very, very sketchy. I'm going to take Seattle money line on this one at around minus 125, which is the best line I see. The fact that this line has moved roughly five points overnight in favor of Seattle, who sucks, like this team is really bad. There's five points of line movement in it. It tells me that it feels like the Sharps are absolutely hammering Seattle. I know Chicago stinks. At some point, I know that the coach and the GM, same guy, had to you know do what's best for him. If you're a player on that team and your head coach of just completely jump ship midseason, more the morale on the team's got to be shot, right? I, I mean, I don't know. Like what they're exactly playing for at this point. There's a lot of. It's not just your head coach. He was a GM too. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he was like, the GM same too. guy. Like he just jumped ship and said, "All right, I'm out of here." And Shout out to my frat brother James. Like, I know what the hell we're supposed to do, but I think it's very weird that this much money is coming on Seattle. This much line movement. They're four and seventeen, and the lines moved five points. I'm going to go with the storm here. This line feels very, very weird. I'm going to take Seattle money line as my lock at minus 125. Might blow up in my face, but the line movement does scream something's off to me. So I'm going to go with Seattle. For my dog, I'm going to go with Jewel Lloyd, uh, 30 plus points at plus 200. I just think that she's in line for a very solid game. 
Kind of ties into the sky once again, not exactly playing good basketball lately. But looking at the last few games they played, they gave up 80 to the Mercury, gave up 84 to Connecticut, gave up 88 to Connect, uh, to uh, Atlanta, uh, 82 to the to Atlanta before that, 87 to the Fever. They gave up 78 to the Injured Sparks. They're not good defensively, <laughs> and I think that once again, if Seattle's going to win, it's kind of correlated, but I think that Jewel Lloyd's going to have a good game. So give me Jewel Lloyd for a bounce back against the weaker defense at plus 200 for 30-plus points. And for my prop, I'm going to go to the bet 365 play that I mentioned. I'm going to go with Jordan Canada over 12.5 points. You said it was 12.5, right? Yep. So uh, once again, I think that the Sparks are pretty live to make this game interesting, but I do think that Minnesota – I think that when you're looking at Dallas defensively, it's a really bad scheduling spot because they have the Liberty before this, then three good opponents after this, and this is the cupcake schedule or cupcake opponent in the middle. I can see a lackluster effort, and I do think that Canada, who had 12 points last game despite only shooting three for nine, is in line for a better game. Give me Canada over 12.5 points. All right. There you go. Hey, full slate here. And so Scott's about to get this out as soon as possible. Um, if you're listening to audio version, probably missed the one o'clock game. Sorry about that. But hey, that's why you got to tap in on YouTube, NBA Gambling Podcast on YouTube, and you can catch us live when we live stream the game. Like the video. We got about 20 plus people in here. Like the video. Make sure you do that. And leave a review. Leave a review for every get your podcast. We two games tomorrow. We might be back. Possibly. Potentially. Yeah, on yeah, I'll let you know. Other than that, I have. Uh, he's at Russia Radio. I'm at really real underscore underscore. And I have nothing else to say. Nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. Just going to give you your time back. We are out of here.